Hey guys, Dan here. I want to say a massive thank you to our new sponsors, Fight Fuel UK. Fight Fuel UK are a sports supplement and clothing company for the boxing, MMA, and martial arts community. Be sure to check out their great products on fightfuel.co.uk. And remember, guys, by supporting our sponsors, you support the podcast. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy this episode. How is everyone first? I haven't asked everyone. Well, right. well let me yeah, get uh, you. You just told the intro. So, <laughs> here we are <laughs> with Duncan, Sammy, Tommy, and James, the gang. How is everyone? See, Duncan, that's how you ask our people are. Let's go one at a time. Duncan, you go last just out of spite. Tommy, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, good, man. How are you, boys? Yeah, it's decent, to this, lockdown, man. this is it. What's the haircut saying? <sighs> Caveman, Tommy. I look like a fucking pikey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying dags. something different. You like dags. <laughs> I like dags. Boys, how are you holding up with Fisticuff's fame? Are you guys, you know, getting stops in the streets and everything else? Are you all right? It's hard. It's hard to deal with, to be honest with you. But, I mean, we're used to it at this point. At this point in our... In our careers we're used to this so it's it's part of the game i mean thankfully for lockdown it keeps you guys safe for the time being but you know when things are back to normal you get all the fans it'd be like you know okay now so the plan for this core site is to break down the scrap you boys had quite a while back so before we get into watching it let's talk through that sort of set um, setup in the first place because who were you guys meant to be fighting because it wasn't meant to be each other was it so what happened with that no no i I um I got a call asking the week before, uh, basically saying my guys pulled out, and they were like, "We're going to find you someone." And it got I think it was about the Wednesday, where they said, "You've do you want Tommy?" I think Sammy was offered Tommy by uh, James Price, and I said, "Oh." So I started Snapchatting Tommy, and we're talking about it, and then I think his guy pulled out on the Tuesday or something like that. I think. And then, so I don't know, actually know when they found out about us, to be honest. So I'll leave that to them. <laughs> yeah, it's fight week. My guy pulled out. Uh, yeah, it was on Tuesday, Wednesday. Wasn't yeah, it? it was on the Tuesday he pulled out. Remember? It's weird because obviously me and Duncan trained together and we're friends. It's like fuck. And we thought fuck, it's gonna be basically a spy in front of a load of people. So. No, yeah. this is always I, interesting, Graham. Yeah, so we like, like I said, we found that we ours pulled out a bit sooner than theirs. So we were sort of waiting for a name and then we got Tommy. And then, like Tommy said, we had been sparring and training. I'd been at the gym a few times. I'd been doing quite a bit of my wrestling there, which was quite a concern for the fight when they said about Tommy. I thought, oh, fantastic. <laughs> Every bit of defense I know, it's, I've been taught over there sort of thing. But I mean, eventually we spoke to each other. Sammy was happy with it. James was happy. Me and Tommy both said that we'd do it sort of thing. We just said, we want to fight. We haven't got an opponent. We're probably not going to find anyone else in the space of two days. I think we wait, wanted to hold out. I think we wanted to hold out to see what was going on. And then, yeah, James. Uh, we'll call him, we'll just, I'll just say James Price because they're both James P's. So, uh, yeah, uh, James, uh, James Price uh, didn't get anyone else. So we both said, yeah, we saw each other on the weigh-in day. And it was, it was weird as you can expect. <laughs> but it was, yeah, very weird. So what was your background on that then, Tommy? Because I've had, we've all heard Duncan's version on his podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but what was your <laughs> plug there? What was your experience on all this, Tommy? So what was your mindset obviously going in someone you've trained against? Like how did you 
I don't know, mentally address that? Did you treat it like sparring? Did you treat the whole thing like, okay, this is a fight in its own right? How did you, I don't know, assess the whole thing? I try to treat it as a fight, but it's like, it's weird. Because obviously we were training for the fight camps with each other as well. So once you got to like three days away from fight night and no opponents and we got each other's names, so it's like, fine. It's like, fuck it, we both want to fight. So we're used to each other, like punching each other in the face anyway. So fuck it, let's do it in front of a crowd. So even then, so like, you know, if you have like a fight against a stranger like you normally would, like how do you treat the nerves and that side of things? Because again, it's someone you're familiar with. It's someone you've sparred with, someone you've trained with. Like how do you treat that whole build-up? Because again, you've had several amateur fights now and seen pro and in the future, I would imagine. But how do you, how do you compare those kind of nerves? Like the uncertainty versus almost the, I don't know, the pre-experience. I think the nerves don't change. It's still you get into a cage in front of everyone having a fight. Like the same, like two weeks after the fight, the nerves kicking anyway. Then the morning of the fight, I'm looking at fucking plane tickets to Thailand and get out of there just because the nerves have got me that bad. And then once you're in the cage, everything just fucking zone out. And... But I think the, the, the most important thing in one Duncan's fight is after that fight, it made me so much more comfortable in the cage because oh. it was familiar. And that was a big turning point in my career, I think, after that fight. It made me want to do this more. Now, that's yeah, an interesting that's... thing, because that's what Duncan said as well, because that turning point of, oh, this is someone I know. And then that sort of dissimulation from, okay, this is a fight, this is a big thing, to, okay, oh, I know what I'm doing now. I recognize what's going on. Like Now, from a coach's perspective, Sammy and James, how did you find giving each other advice, giving the guys advice to, you know, try and actually finish guys who've trained alongside both of you <laughs> like again it's a lot more malice it's not quite oh I'll make sure you're doing this that and ever it's a lot more malicious how did you find start with you Sammy like regards of I don't know last minute game planning for Tommy how did you deal with that um I think we the first hurdle was convincing Duncan it's okay to fight Tommy I mean these two boys are the they're the, the high level of their their weight they're gonna meet eventually um, Duncan was very apprehensive, so I had to convince him. I said, "Look, it's going to happen sometimes," and uh, it was just basically telling him, "Don't treat this as a as a training session. You know, this is a, a proper fight match. You know, can be best mates before the fight, can be best mates after the fight, but when it comes to game time, you know, game on." What about you, James? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm just going to repeat Sammy, but it was pretty much the same thing, to be fair. Um, like, it, yeah, it was just, Tommy, ignore who it is for that for the time limit. Just get on with it, do your business, and then have a beer at the end of it. Everything will be cool. Duncan's sound. It's not like he's going to hold, regardless of the outcome, it's not like he's going to hold it against anything. So you've got nine minutes, go have fun, go do your thing, and that's it. It was, uh, yeah, it's a pretty similar, to be honest. Nine minutes is a long time, to be fair, despite what anyone says. You know, don't forget that, boys. It's all right. Now, <laughs> <laughs> apart from the pressing issues at hand. <laughs> it's all right, Tommy. <laughs> 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 oh, come on. No. <laughs> we have fun. What we like. <laughs> um, so, what we're going to do before we get the video up, just quickly run by the sort of warm up side of it. So, again, on the game day itself, this is the last sort of, I don't know, time to think about before doing it itself. 
How did you guys treat fight day opposed to a normal fight day? Was it trying to keep it as normal? Were you trying to stay switched um, on? Were you trying to like relax? Go with you, Duncan, first. Before I forget, was it same day weigh-ins for that one? That was quite a while ago. So was that same day weigh-ins, that one? Yeah, that was same day. Mm. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, that's horrible. I think yeah, it, it, it was like it's February 17th. I, I remember, as far as I remember with it, I remember turning up. Um, it was, um, it was Tom, I think it was Tom James there. So I had to jump on a scale. It was weird because usually I'm staring across the room at my opponent thinking, and because before this fight, I remember thinking you had to hate your opponent. And it was a bit of a weird mindset, but I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to do some damage to this guy. I have to hate him sort of thing. And then now knowing my opponent was a good friend of mine I trained with, it was a real weird one. So I stood right next to him. They called up my name. They called up his name. And then we were sitting next to each other going, oh, did you make weight? How was it? Was it easy? And then we both jumped on the scales, had a really smiley face off, which was the first for me ever. Like, usually it's me trying not to, to appear nervous, trying not to have any chinks in my armor. But this one, we were both smiling at each other. I've still got it on my Instagram. It was um, a bit of a weird one, the weigh-in. Uh, the fight day preparation itself, I, can't, I think we stayed there after the weigh-in. Uh, we had pre-made food, so we ate our food. Warm-up was the same, but it was, that was the first time I was loose. I did a long warm up. I was really loose. It was the first time I wasn't, I didn't have those nerves beforehand. I was loose for the fight. I came out feeling good. And I th yeah, like I said on the podcast, I think it's a big deal because I was fighting a friend. So I didn't have those nerves. Not because like I, I didn't think Tommy could beat me. I was, I was convinced on a day he probably was going to beat me, to be honest with you. But it was because I knew that I'd done rounds with this guy again loads of times. I just, I felt comfortable and that. That was my preparation for the day. It was just super, super relaxed for the first time ever. Now, before you answer there, Tommy, when it comes to the way you describe it, Duncan, again, you again, you said in the podcast, again, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, how um, <laughs> you kind of accepted, okay, this is someone who's got the better of me inspiring. He's like, stylistically, my worst matchup. Someone's going to take me down and smush me. So you've gone in there thinking, I'm going to get smashed. So let's give it all I've got and you relax and you perform. How did you then face Duncan knowing that stylistically you had the advantage in the sense of you were the what you had the build and the sort of style that goes against Duncan's style of sense and obviously inspiring having successful rounds? How did you find, I don't know, addressing the situation on top of the initial like nerves and everything else? Oh, as Duncan said, on fight day, it was probably the most relaxing I've ever been, even today, for a fight. But Come to sparring on that. I, I never thought I like won any sparring rounds. I started very complimentary against each other. So I think he'd have with sparring, he'd end up smashing the fuck out of me or smash him. It was always back and forth. When it got into time to scrap, I don't know, just switch off and just fucking let my body do what I need to do. Whether I end up getting smashed or smash, either way, it doesn't no. really matter. But with that in itself then because you guys are familiar with each other's styles did you feel a need to mix up on the day so say tommy with you did you feel a need to okay he's expecting you know a couple of like loose hands and a double leg why don't i do some sort of spinning back kick or something a bit <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Orthodox. Uh, story really comes with spinning shit <laughs> uh, i think i don't know that fight camp where i just decided uh, from that point onwards i want to start spinning around i don't know why I think it was something doing Nick Diaz and Carlos Condit fight, and he was like, I was spinning shit. And I just got in my head, I was like, I, I want to do that. 
want to be a fucking ninja out there. So, yeah, ever since that fight, <laughs> regardless of what point in the fight, I will throw some sort of spinning stuff. But Everyone listening on audio, um, James looks mortified as Thomas explaining this. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. game paint it, though, because I've got some secrets in it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> when it came to the fight, I just tried to do what I could. Just the normal, just, just standard, throw heavy shots and take down. I think I knew exactly what I was going to do, so... I mean, this is it as well. Mm-hmm. Regards yeah, of advice yeah. on the coach's side then. So, Sammy, with um, obviously knowing Tommy's sort of strengths, how did you find, I don't know, advising on that kind of thing? Was it a case of keeping it familiar? Because, again, you were trying to make that differentiation, differential from it being a sparring match to an actual fight and then trying to also keep that mindset in the right place along with techniques. So, regards yeah. of your advice to Duncan then, how did you find, I don't know, was it based mainly around technical side or is it mainly mindset how did you find advising Duncan on the day well with any opponent we always do our homework anyway so we, we, we know we're familiar with Tommy he's, he's got a great wrestling um, he's a very good wrestler so from my memory I probably told Duncan you know keep your distance um, all long range good you know keep on the inside of the cage from my memory that's what I think sounds that about right that sounds every yeah. fight, doesn't it? As a rule. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the advice is always just jab him once, Dunk, run around for the duration of the fight, and we should outscore him. Stick and move, stick and move, <laughs> stick and move is what we want. <laughs> we love it. All right, so let's get um, YouTube up and watch the thing itself. So, everyone listening on YouTube, Tommy Gibbs, Duncan Jalali. Is that what I'm saying? Am I butchered it or got it right that time? Jalali. Hey, oh, close enough. Duwali. Close enough. Are we uh, loading it up on our phones? Yeah, yeah, stick on um, YouTube. Everyone list everyone in the call now, make sure you're muting the YouTube side because otherwise it's gonna um play out and be really horrible to listen to. But Tom Gibbs. Professional organization. Where's it gone? I can't even find it. Three years ago, buddy, yeah, look at that. Uh, I was thinking that's 11 fights ago, this fight. 11 fights ago. Need to fight again, boys. Make it more recent. (laughs) Film a spa. Guys, how do you mute the... Well, because you're on your phone, it should be all right. Like, if you play it, we should be able to tell if it's going to play through or not. I'm queued up at zero. I can hear you okay. Can you hear us all right? Yeah, I can hear everyone. Cool. Um... I'm getting queued up now. Has everyone else got it all loaded up? Oh, yeah. We're not playing it yet. So no, we're going to share and all watching it. No, we'll watch yeah, it on our great. own devices because if you screen share, it's too delayed. It just gets a bit messy. All right. I'm good to go whenever you want to play. Oh, we're going to play from the fight itself for the walking out. Well, we'll get started at um, zero. I'll... We'll just keep it running and we'll stop when we need to. So I'm synced up at zero. I'm on zero. Yeah. Cool. Everyone just press play and we'll pause when we need to. We keep timestamps. So again, so now we're starting from zero. Sweet. So yeah, we'll just chat shit for the time being as well. So when it comes to yeah. like the battle arena events, what's the favorite place you guys have um, fought venue-wise? 
Uh, Ooh, Birmingham. Right. Hands down Birmingham for me. Yeah, Edge Baston's a good, good stand for stadium. I don't know. Oh, maybe Houghton. Maybe Houghton. Hey, homegrown one. Something like that. Here we go. Big one. Obviously, this fight was number three on the card out of 20. And then we went from that to within a year, both of us, co-main and main, both winning titles. So I think we both became double champs. That, that, was, that was a good card. That was really enjoyable for that one. It was me, you're a Masters, wasn't it? Headlining them cards. Yeah, oh yeah, Rob Masters on the card. Big hat, big shout out to Rob Masters. Yes, yeah, sorry. So Duncan is at Yellow Shorts. Bruce Lee kind of job. Look at that. Who is this lanky kid? Well, this is it as well. I think, was it you, Duncan, who climbed on the um, side of the cage but was too tall to head poked through? Because someone did that in that venue. No, no, no. That was the main event of this card, I think. Yeah, it's Leicester, isn't it? It's from some Kowloon one, isn't it? I think. Oh no, this is Oxford. This is Oxford. Yeah, this is yeah, this is Oxford. Yeah, because I think this is where um, Lucas Salah fought um, Lionel Alexis, who I used to train with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he that was the main event, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it ended in a way up. Yeah, it got pretty murked. Um, <laughs> long day. Uh, there he is, big Tommy Gibbs, man himself. Tommy Gibbs, caught in full motion. <laughs> Steve Brinkman even jumped out of the commentary to the corner as well, didn't he? He didn't want to be biased. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of Houghton. Steve got absolutely hammered in his tournament, didn't he? Yeah, man. That's good. He's passionate, man. That's the thing. Look at you, yeah. James. Beard all tidy and the rest of it. Look at you. He's, he's had to show now. Sam Whispering. What's that? Like a child there, doesn't he? <laughs> no, no. I've been going a bit hobo now. <laughs> hobo looks the best look. Bias. <laughs> yeah. well, like, a little better this time round, surely, Dan. Of course, it's like more impressive. I think I've got to go short and tidy because otherwise, um, it gets too puby and a bit awkward. But here we are. Let's not talk about our insecurities here, boys. It's my podcast. We have fun. We don't talk about. <laughs> I don't have a beard. I look about twelve years old. So. To be fair, you, it's taken you since I met you. I look Carson's leg brace as well. I had him on the other day. He was talking about his like leg operation. It was fucking grim. Like his knee was absolutely fucked. For me personally, it is not a proper battle arena card unless Carlson's announcing it. Well, this it's not is proper. it. Because I started fighting on him, it was a bit too late. He's already gone at this point. It's just a bit of a yeah. shame. It's just a bit, you know. Chris Fenton. He's quality. Also. Oh, is that a thing? His podcast as well. Um, draft and the. Mm. Are you, like, oh, Tommy, are you trying to promote other podcasts on my podcast? Are, are you? Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find what you're talking about. Awesome. EMC. Okay, boys, pause it there. I've got about to start three fourteen oh, in. I mean three fourteen, which is the start of the fight. You guys are three three sixteen. Same difference. That's fine. Everyone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, start of the fight three fourteen to three sixteen. It was fine. <laughs> Right, let's yeah. go. Wait, are we starting now? Yeah, yeah. Play? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going. So again, I'm going. Touching gloves. So this is sort of moving around. Just talk us through what you think at this sort of point. Like what kind of going to feel each other out? Because again, you guys are kind of apprehensive what's going to happen anyway. Um, right at this point, I don't know. I'm just thinking he's going to put me on the arse in a second. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, I was thinking I was looking like, please, just give me a takedown somewhere. <laughs> These cages are tiny as well. Oh, look at he's trying to clinch you up. Chuck him off the back. He's clipped me with a left hook there. Oh, he's got the guard. Oh, it's begun. It's begun. Oh, I'm down already. Oh. 30 seconds in and he's down. 
He's got a Kimura. Wait, is that um, Helion Gracie? Oh, wait, it's not. It's Duncan Jalali. Jalali. <laughs> this is um, just try and get up as quick as possible from Duncan Jalali. I knew this trick because it's done in sparring a lot when you go to mount and you grab it and switch it over. I knew it was coming, but... Just... Oh, the trap and roll. Oh, yeah. oh I'll see you later. Look at this. Tommy Gibbs. Here he is. Knock out. Whoa. Gets hey, the hook in there. Now, this I is a bit of a tricky one, Gum. Why? Why? I remember thinking, stand up, you moron. Don't go with the ground with him. I mean, this is the tricky thing when you get like a heavy wrestler with a good base. Because it's like the worst thing for us lanky guys that, you know, you can't really triangle yeah. them properly. You can't really do a lot. And as soon as you grab them, they can't really get swept. They're just a pain in the ass. I felt absolutely awful punching him there. I just did not <laughs> want to. <laughs> Because, I mean, I probably punched him harder in sparring and felt no guilt at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in a fight, it's like, ah. Yeah. I'll tell you what was weird, the transition was fighting without shin guards on, like, it is so weird. Yeah, they get caught up, don't they, a lot, and you have to work around the shin guards. Regards to, like, corner advice at this point, like, are you guys shouting the same kind of stuff, or is it just, you know, just keep doing it? Because it seems like, you know. Yeah, the usual, take your time, relax, don't get too ahead of yourself. This, this is where Steve and Sam would be. Yeah. I remember the guillotine. I wasn't allowed to. Was it bridge? Yeah. No, this. I, I think you get quite close. I think this is the guillotine where you get really close. But Alan says no cranking or something like that. And I was like, thank God yeah, for that. But when you guillotine, you always bridge up. That's not cranking. Yeah. Cranking's if you like fix the neck. Sure. You've not yeah, fixed you the neck. Yeah. Bridging. So I couldn't, Tommy like, Gibbs, oh. if you if you were about two inches taller than Tommy Gibbs, you'd have had that. <laughs> Don't you tell him that. He gets told that on dating apps all the time. Leave him alone. Not on this oh. podcast. <laughs> hey, he's got that. Yeah, that was super close. That guy, <laughs> super close. That's the fucking burden of your life, isn't it, bro? Oh, no, two inches. <laughs> two inches yeah, makes a lot. It's a big difference. <laughs> Here we, are. Are. we have fun. <laughs> oh, these are short rounds, isn't they? How long are these rounds? Only three, I think. Look at this punch from Tommy Gibbs. Whack. Wham, bam. Alan Jackson. What a big Alan Jackson doing these days. I had Paul Nichols on the other day. He was correct. Alan Jackson, got to be one of my favourite referees, I think. He's a fun as well, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. I'm sure he is. I'm sure McKaylee said he is. Is that your beard, Sammy? Fucking hell. Well, I did, mate. I've proved myself that. Oh, the girl, can I have it? Is it lying about anywhere? <laughs> oh, there's Tommy Gibbs' his mum in the background. What a woman. Hands up to every battle. She was so close to the cage, just screaming all fight. She does every fight. She's, her face is in the cage every fight. And she's fucking oh. stealing. You're bullshit. <laughs> That's quality, though, man. That is quality. That's what you want. My mum hates it. My mum just waits till I get home and said, how'd you get on? Like, All right, sick. Boys, what would you rather have? Sammy's beard or <laughs> Sammy's beard or Sam Creasy's hair? Oh, Sammy's beard, so then I could shave it off. <laughs> Ruthless. Well, trim, it, trim it up a bit. Not shave it clean off, but trim it up a bit. So 7.30, I'm at now, which is the start of the second round. Yeah, pause it or? No, nah, we could. If anything, anytime you guys want to pause, just shout pause and we'll um, break down anything you guys want to talk about. Oh, that was saucy. It was one. It was a setup. It was a good little back. Oh, he's all spinning shit. Look at this. He's a little Oh, that hurt. That spinning kit landed and that hurt quite a bit. That's why I smiled. <laughs> oh, he's just playing. 
I think I was really oh, proud that I landed it. I was like, oh, fuck, I actually landed it. What do I do? He's just tearing off from me, yeah? This is just picking his shots. I think I might be there in the background somewhere because I was at that card. If you were with Rob Masters, then he's near the front, yeah. I was in the corner, like near the door because that's when Max Pearson fought on the same show as well. That was his debut where we showed up, like, yeah. as it ended. Fought H. <laughs> oh, no, not Max Pearson. That was Max Zamaraki on it. Fought H on that show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, wait a minute, this this card, the first fight, I think it was Harvey Stacey. Like, his guy showed, Again. like, his guy... Um, yeah, he fought. Yeah, what was he it? He knocked mate? out Faisal first round, didn't he? Yeah. Quickly. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah. That was so sick. <laughs> Harvey well Stacey had special so people, sick. didn't he? I yeah. Oh, can that good. I don't really know if he competes that much. I know he competes a lot of jiu-jitsu. I don't know if he still fights in May or not. Oh, yeah, he does. Shit. But, uh, oh, there's a the power shit. double from Duncan. Oh, oh the little trip as well. It's awesome. Take down what I know how to do. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy pause this here. Pause this here, boys. Tommy, is that Rebel Guard I can almost see? The fuck is that? Oh, I think I went for Rebel Guard a lot in this fight. I've never done it before. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because I fuck it and do it. So timestamp-wise, I'm at 9.12 for everyone listening. So I'll pause it there at 9.12. Tommy's Rebel Guard. I'm going to play from here onwards. So three, two, one, here we go. Again, it's Rubber Guard's a funny one because like it's invented for MMA, but everyone who uses it in like jiu-jitsu just sits in their ass and doesn't really use it. It's a bit, you know, counterintuitive. Yeah, I've never actually, I don't think I'm inspiring or anything ever used it before. And then this fight, I just like, fuck it. It worked. I mean, you've got decent posture control here. I mean, if you've got some sort of like go-go player or nankin here, I mean, you'd go down and battle in history, I think. Oh, I'm glad he didn't. Back of the head. <laughs> Back of the head, he's got no mercy. He's his Referee, mate. have a word, ref, have a word. That's it, sit him down. He's going for it though, isn't he? I was going to say, Eddie Bravo, he knows <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> going for that. That's he's small. a trier, bless him. It's a small man syndrome right there. <laughs> Conversate with fancy jizz. <laughs> Boys, it's got 15 likes and one dislike. Is that one dislike you, Tommy? <laughs> as well is he going for the little knee bar Tommy he's bringing it all out you know, bonus points for Star he loves it oh look at that kicks on the ground for Duncan That's, that, you don't like to see that do you Ooh. Ooh. I look so high I don't know why my face is look, I look high maybe it's the weed smoke before Andy knows yeah. That always does it as a rule. I mean, regards to scoring wise, it seems pretty even. I don't know if I'm just like, well, I'm seeing this, but there wasn't really a lot in there. It's way for Finn between the two at this point. Way for Finn, like Duncan's legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually think the commentator referred to him as pipe cleaners at one point in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's Graceful from the commentator. Oh, hey, Tommy, Sammy's <laughs> a big tailspin. He loves it. I was in a bad way at the beginning of this round. Bad way. No, so was I. That was a lovely joke. Mm. All right, boys. Um, Time-wise, where are we at with this? Because I'm at 11.36. Yeah, 
Just start the third round. I'm just going to face it. We'll pause in a minute. We're a little bit further ahead. Yeah, it's all right. We just start the third round. Don't worry too much. Yeah, that's yeah. we've only just started that, to be fair. Those inside low kicks. Tommy loves it. Oh, little stiff jab. See you later. Oh, spinning geez. back, sis. Look at this. Tommy, who the fuck do you think he is? He loves it. He's spinning again. He won't stop. <laughs> That's all right. I told you. I was just, it was fucking... Once you wind him up, mate, he's gone. Hey, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're throwing spinning shit now. Oh, the little double. Oh, the little ankle pick. Love to see that. A little ankle trap. Oh, uh, got me. Oh, has he got the, he's got the hip control and all. We love it. But again... Bees on it, guys. Wait a minute. Is this when he needs the head with legal amateur? Or is this when they're not? He no. don't need to the head, does he? Does he need any head? No, no, but like where you are, you probably could. I was going to say, no, there's no knees in the head. up that hard. <laughs> well, this is kind of <laughs> us thinking as well. That's why he didn't do it. <laughs> now he can. He's on the floor. It's <laughs> <laughs> your right now. <laughs> oh, he's gone down again. He loves it. He's getting comfy down there. See, I oh, like I sneak off the camera. There. See, I like how you're doing that, Tommy, how you're sort of squaring him up to the cage at that point. Is that something you always do? Is that just a thing you do out of habit? I just put, like, even if I'm in the centre of the cage, I'll just move him over to the cage and, like, try to trap the head against the cage. Crunch. Yeah, it's nice, a little um, contortion of it. Little peppered shots. Oh, you guys are probably whispering sweet nothings in your ears. Toes in the cage. Toes in the cage. I hate that so much. Fingers in the cage. Oh, Alan Jackson, have a word, will you, mate? That's legal, that is. <laughs> Sit him down. <laughs> oh, the old little switcheroo. A little... Uh, sneaky. He loves it. So, Duncan, whilst I've got you as well, how do you feel that Linus tapped you and uh, yeah, out with you on the podcast? I spoke to him the other day. He, oh. I think Sam... No, Jack was there as well. I subbed him twice, the little liar. <laughs> That's all what the said. I'll put him to sleep next time. Choke him out. Oh. No mercy. It's kind of did going for a rubber guard again. Why does Alan Jackson do the stand-up gesture when you're already up? It's so pointless. You're already up. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? Oh. Love it. Ooh. Again, Ooh. I don't know how you... Oh, spinning shit. He loves it. That's hard to know that one. Well, it didn't work. It did not work. That take down, did it? <laughs> it was a nice guard pull you got there. It's interesting. That was, yeah, 100% deliberate, the guard pull. <laughs> that was what I was going for. I was having so much success from my back. I thought, let's go back there. <laughs> oh, there we are. So that's how we, it plays out. I mean... Now that seems like it went so quickly. It did a flow ball. So let's go back on the call itself. So... It's one of those ones. It's really interesting watching it back as to how, I don't know. <laughs> There's so much in that. So much happened. Now, regards of what advice you'd give to yourselves going back in hindsight, we'll start from a coaching perspective. Where did you feel you could have given a bit more? I don't know. Sammy, watching that back, is there anything you'd have advised differently? Um, Stop pulling up, maybe? I mean, he, worked, he used his range very well there. Uh, there was a couple of times where he, his feet was glued to the floor and he didn't move. But, uh, but yeah, probably a bit more movement on the feet. Still keep the range. And, uh, yeah, pretty much that. What about you, James? 
what could we do different? I don't know, to be fair, because it's, you're in front of Duncan. So it doesn't really matter what we, I'm going to say. I would have said push them back against the cage, shut the this more, get him down, wear him out, tire him out, beat him up a bit more. But Duncan was doing everything he had to do correctly to make sure that wasn't happening. So maybe possibly use better head movement, footwork to get inside. Uh, not much, not much, not much. Props to Duncan for stifling Tommy's intentions a lot more. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where that's at. <laughs> what about you, Tommy? What would you have done differently watching that back, <laughs> regards of advice to yourself? Not a lot, really. <laughs> I think I needed a bit more of a gas tank in this fight. Because you can see in the third round, I'm absolutely fucked. I think if this was the fight where I was like, okay, I need a better gas tank after this. I remember fucking everything felt like lead in that third round. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. So I think after that fight, I seriously worked on my cardio a bit. But at the time, not really a lot. But you, Duncan, sense of like strategy and things that are working, things that weren't. I mean, the guard pulling was going absolutely sublime. But, you know, yeah. he caught with the spinning stuff. So, again, it's a bit of a... Would have pulled guard a few more times and made it look like Tommy Gibbs were getting takedowns, but I think we both came out with the, the perfect game plan, really. I mean, Tom got a fair few takedowns. I landed um, some strikes, some decent strikes, I think. Um, it was oh, even just looking back on that, then it was super close. I remember just standing next to him thinking, oh, I've got no idea. Usually, yeah. you've got an of where this is going. I had no idea. I thought, I thought if if I win, yeah, cool. If I lose, yeah, I put up a good fight, really, sort of thing. I I didn't put on a bad display for myself. I feel like I did all right. I had fun. Um, there's always a possibility that something could happen where bad blood comes from it. And at the end of the fight, I think I'm more grateful that it ended how I I wanted it to, sort of thing, quite in a good way. I, I got the win in the end. So for me, it was perfect. For Tommy, he would have wanted the win, obviously. But I think we both wanted to end it that sort of way, I think. I think that's the beat of amateur and especially this experience because, again, it's more amateurs getting that cage time in and getting that time under that pressure, under those lights. And the fact you guys had almost the perfect opportunity there without the kind of risk of a complete unknown and also pre-experience and then just basically... It's just extreme sparring at that point. It's just a bit more... It's so fight-specific, you're sparring. It's actually a fight. It's that kind of like, <laughs> it's so on the nose. And again, it's yeah. glad you guys all joined in on this little breakdown. I thought it was fun. Where can they all find yeah, you? It was Sammy, where people find you? Me. Um, Sammy.lever on Instagram. Uh, Prime MMA on the Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, sh should be able to find me. Now, James? Uh, yeah, Elite Training Center, Instagram, um, and then uh, um, you'll find us there. You'll find me, you'll find us all. We'll be the uh, best Tommy. place to go straight to the page. Uh, Tommy Gibbs, 92, on my Insta. Um, I'll put you out there daily, so you can get your money's rough. Yeah, don't care. Trust me, he's social media. Up, down, dunk on everything. Fantastic. Today's episode was brought to you by Mauler MMA. Use code FCMMA20 
at checkout for 20% off on all products on mauler.mma.com.